Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Look Into It. Uh, this one is going to be insane, I think, um, in a good way. Uh, um, joining me is the founder of Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth, uh, Mr. Richard Gage. Welcome, Richard. It's, I think this is our third podcast, right? We did two on my other podcast. Yeah, we just have to keep doing them until everybody gets the truth. Now, I'm the former CEO of AE911 Truth, but I, I heard about I heard about that. What? Yeah. Okay, so you're no longer with architects and engineers for 911 Truth? It's it's true. Believe it or not, 15 years found nurturing this organization. Well, um, we, we could blame it on Spike Lee if you want. <laughs> <laughs> what did he have? The, the guy who wrote uh, White Man Can't Jump? Uh, I, I, I don't know if he was responsible for that one, probably. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he, he, he had me come to Brooklyn, New York for, uh, well, it was over a year ago, a year and a half ago. And I gave him an interview two hours in his studio. And he was blown away by the 9-11 truth. I mean, he says, I'm going to get this out. In fact, I'm going to put it on HBO on September 11th in my four-part mini-series, 9-11 Epicenters. And uh, uh, he, he, he got a lot of pressure from HBO. And he said in a public interview, uh, uh, for, not a public, but I don't know, New York Times or something, he said, because uh, I, 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 they asked him, why did you pull this half-hour segment that, that has the 9-11 conspiracies in it? And he said, frankly, I just didn't have a choice. And that's, I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> but um, yeah, that makes what sense. we know. H HBO, I mean, of course, that makes sense. I'm like, if you well, told me that was going to happen, I'm like, that ain't happening. Someone's going to squash that. It didn't that's happen. not happening. <laughs> we thought it was me, though, because, uh, you know, I, I go to these conferences all around the country, Eddie. And what happens is they ask me questions. People put microphones in my face. What do you think about COVID? Well, I told them <laughs> I probably shouldn't have done that because I was representing 3,500 architects and engineers demanding a new investigation into the destruction of all three World Trade Center skyscrapers on 9-11. But I gave him my opinion because I'd been watching Dr. Andrew Kaufman <clears throat> and several other Dr. Malone, other, uh, you know, powerful doctors who are, have the courage to speak up against this um, tyranny and, and, and lies that were being pandemic. So that's what I told him. And I said, the vaccines, uh, you're not on YouTube, are you? <laughs> no, no, I don't do YouTube. Well, you know what? I do have a YouTube, but that's just all business. I don't I don't even play on uh, uh, on YouTube as far as yeah. conspiracy theories and truth and all that. And like, why bother? They're just going to pull everything down. So um, this is going to be on Rockfin. On Rockfin, you could talk about anything. Yeah. It Rockfin's Rockfin's pretty awesome. 
Rockfin is fucking amazing, man. I got and two. Not, uh -huh. and not only, not only for just the ability to say, um, you know, whatever you feel without any fear of uh, people coming after you or being deplatformed, but not, not only for that, not only for my podcast, but honestly, just for my entertainment, I was never on Rockfin before. I got on Rockfin because I made a deal with them. Now my show's on Rockfin, uh, you know, and, and now I'm, I'm on Rockfin all the goddamn time because is I used to go on YouTube as a default setting in my brain, like, oh, I got an hour to kill. Let me get on YouTube, you know, and then you go through all your subscriptions, you know, and it's just the same shit, you know, just Biden everywhere, Biden everywhere. Oh, I don't want to hear about Biden. So I, I end up just going into brain dead stuff. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to think about Biden or Kamala fucking Harris at all right now. I'm just going to watch some football uh, shows <laughs> or some music documentaries just to get me out of it. So now with Rockfin, it's amazing. You go on Rockfin and there's just so many awesome videos to choose from and everyone could just speak freely and everybody is they're, they're, everyone's looking for the truth. Not everybody is right, but, but uh, everyone's looking for the truth. And you know, we all know that we could be wrong on some things and, you know, we're right on other things, but we're all looking for the truth. And, and there's so many amazing podcasts like Sam Tripley got like 10 podcasts on there and they're all great tinfoil hat. Uh, uh, I'm Jay Dyer. I love all that stuff, man. Uh, um, I'm a big fan of Rockfin. And has, if, if my podcast got canceled tomorrow, I'd still be on Rockfin. It's, yep. I just love the fact that there's a platform that you could say anything you want, you know, and you, you don't have to look over your shoulder. Yeah, it, it is awesome. Well, I, I, I have to look over my shoulder, I guess, because Slate Magazine picked up this. Uh, I mean, it was like a one minute interview. And, uh, you know, I told my my mind about about the disease going around and the false solutions for it. And it's got back. They, they put it in, in, in Spike Lee's face and says, here's a conspiracy theorist. You you want to have him? You're going to promote him? Well, Spike Lee is trying to get all the black people in New York vaccinated because they're an underrepresented uh, group because of racism. Well, uh, that so my comments didn't mix well with his mission about that. So because some people just, you know, they can go for some conspiracies, but not others. <laughs> Joe yeah. Rogan is a classic example. Of course, he won't touch 9-11 seriously, right? No, no, but uh, we're going to we're going to keep working on him anyway. Uh, <clears throat> Spike pulled this segment and we all thought it was my, my comments turned out to be HBO, really. Uh, but the, the PR consultant convinced the board at 8911 Truth that this was a big PR crisis and you got to let go of the CEO. And it was a huge battle and uh, I lost narrowly. And so uh, I'm I've been on my own for six months. I'm doing two podcasts myself for for uh every week we, we've got people, a quarter where, where can people find your podcast yeah it's richard gage 911.org and we're on rockfin we're on uh rumble we're on odyssey we're on BitChute and youtube for a while i got two strikes now eddie they're, they're about <laughs> to pull me down they're gonna get you man they're gonna get you <laughs> yeah so matthew raymer of uh Oh, I forget the name. Uh, safe, safe, uh, safe content. Uh, content safe. He's he he takes my my videos from YouTube and duplicates them across all. I don't have to do it myself. You know, it's all automatic, like done 
on this huge computer system he built. So it's pretty awesome. Now, what was the move when, like, how, how did you actually step down as CEO uh, from architects and engineers? Like, well, what happened? What was the move? And was there an announcement? And what was the what was the final thing that broke the camel's back? Right. I, I was uh, fired, essentially. Uh, and that was it. Uh, and why? It, you know, we we lost this segment. I mean, we we could have been speaking to millions of people on HBO. Well, we all thought it was me, including myself at the time, September. Uh, this was a tragic blow to the 9-11 truth movement because this was our greatest opportunity ever. So I, I took responsibility for that. Um, but I, it was a bad idea to let go of the CEO. I mean, you, I shoot myself in the foot. AE 9-11 truth shoots itself in the head in, in response. So they were uh, the unwitting, uh, uh, overreactive uh, bunch uh, in there. So there was a board that got together and they voted to to boot yeah. you. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's and how it who, works. Who took in, your job? Who, who took your spot? Well, Roland Engel, uh, uh, the uh, the civil engineer and structural engineer. You know, we all like him. Um, uh, he seemed convinced, though, uh, along with the, the others, that this was the thing to do. Uh, that's what needed to be done. And so they didn't really announce this in any significant way at all. They didn't want their 80,000 subscribers to bail on them and to come over to me because I, you know, I, I had 80,000 email subscribers. Now I've got like five or 6,000. So it's, um, it, it's a big loss. I'm starting all over, but we did, we have quarterly conferences. The first one was in March. It's on the Pentagon. You know, what really happened? We got the four leading experts, Pentagon researchers. Uh, we got Barbara Honiger. We got Craig McKee. We got David Chandler, Wayne Costa. And Thierry Maison came back from like 20 years absent in the 9-11 Truth Movement. He came back. So it was an incredible uh, series. It's still on the website, richardgage911.org. We had 300 people uh, live, which was significant for me. Now, um, uh, so basically you got fired for saying, um, what you felt about the scamdemic. That's yeah. basically what happened, right? Yeah. Do you remember what you said exactly? I do. What did you say exactly? You could say it, it's on Rockfin. You could say anything. Yeah. COVID, well, COVID, COVID, hoax, hoax, COVID, hoax, vaccine, dangerous. See, nothing happens. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I said, uh, COVID was a deep state false flag operation, uh, and the vaccines are likely to kill us. Uh, and, uh, and they are, they're killing us now. So, um, I, I spoke the truth and I decided after I left, uh, I, what I, what I say now is I outgrew a E911 truth because I knew that we weren't supposed to be talking about COVID, but it wasn't the first time I did. And so I kept doing it. And so I'm um, now just committed to connecting these dots, right? People need to know the truth about COVID. The 911 truth movement, well, not half, but maybe three, three quarters of them may know about it, but there's, there's another quarter of the 911 truth movement that's hanging on to 
the official narrative about COVID and living in fear about how dangerous it is and how we've got to have these, these vaccines that, that, that will save our lives, save millions of lives. Yeah. There's well, so, there's so many different views and theories on, on not only nine 11. I mean, there's, I, I get into some serious arguments with people. I mean, every, you know, with people that believe nine 11 in, 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 it was an inside job, but there's so many levels of, of 9-11. They got the Pentagon. You got that plane that crashed. You you got the planes where they CGI, where they real planes, the hijackers, the passports, uh, the, the where's the rubble. Uh, you got thermite. You got so many people arguing about all the different layers, you know what I mean? And everyone's on the same page. We all believe that, uh, that it was some kind of nefarious false flag but there's so many 9-11 there's it's so many layers like 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 all the, the the people think i used to always say oh people think only two buildings fell but three did and then now i'm like oh my god seven were destroyed like what seven i've been saying three like i'm some genius like i'm like you know i would like tell people like, you know how many Towers fell on 9-11. They say two. I'm like, no, dog, try three. They go, three? I'm like, yeah, I, I know more than you. And meanwhile, <laughs> towers one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, they all got destroyed. How crazy is that? Like, there's so many different layers of, of uh, 9-11. Same thing with, with the scamdemic. Man, there's so many layers. Was it a bat? Was it a snake? Was it an evil scientist that leaked this bioweapon that, <laughs> that got the same numbers as the flu, by the way? That guy should, the Illuminati should hang that dude. You got, you leaked the virus and it got the same exact numbers. Well, as they the eliminated the flu. It, exactly. It cured it. Exactly. And then there's the, there's the, the small percentage of people that believe that there is no COVID. It was the flu the whole time. That's me. I believe that there was because they want people arguing between a bat. Did it come from a bat or did it come from an evil scientist who leaked this bioweapon like some kind of fucking contagion movie? You know why they don't they want people arguing between those. This is my opinion, my opinion. They want people arguing between those two, because whichever one people decide on, you, st you still need the vaccine. If it was an evil scientist that leaked this deadly pathogen gain of function, then you still need the vaccine. And that's all that matters is they just want to hit you with this. It's not even a vaccine, in my opinion. It's just it's just a way to fuck you up. They just want to stick you with some shit. They wish they could just feed it to you. But a lot of this poison, they, if you eat it, it does nothing. They want to inject you. So for me, it, it was just it's really, really simple. It, they just took the flu and changed the goddamn name. The test, the PCR test were flu tests the whole time. They were flu tests. The whole, it was no COVID test. They didn't even call it COVID. They called it coronavirus. That's the flu. They called it the flu. They called it the flu by its other name, by its middle name, coronavirus. And then the small yeah. percentage of people that knew, like, wait a minute, coronavirus is just the flu. 
They'll say they have the answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this is a novel coronavirus. It's a novel one. And then they go, oh, OK, it shuts up those people that know that coronavirus is nothing new. It's the common cold. It's the flu. But most people didn't even know they thought Corona. You hear about this new virus, Corona, Corona, Corona. Oh, you got the Rona. Oh, he got the Rona. Oh, so they got everybody on Corona, Corona, Corona. They use the test. The tests are coronavirus tests. It's the flu. So they get everybody with the test. They they have the tests all over the world. Everyone's testing. Oh, my God. There's, there's three new cases in, in Seattle, two cases in Miami. Uh, there's a flu test. And then once they got everybody on that, the flu test, then they started calling it. It's actually called COVID-19. Now we got a new name for it. And then everyone started calling it COVID-19. But they were still using the flu test. They're still using the flu test. What's up with that? And then they finally, before they finally admitted that the test can't tell the difference between the flu and COVID when they, before they did that six months before January 21, 2021, they're like the day after Biden uh, 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 stole the election. They said, hey, you know what? The, t- the test we've been running at the, who says this? Hey, uh, calling all test sites bump. You have it on 40 cycles. That's too high. Because apparently, I don't know shit about the test. I'm no virologist. But according to what I hear, if you set the test to 40 cycles, that's way too high. That's 95% false positives or 90% or 95% false positives. What? Got to get those numbers up. After after a year of all this shit Mm -hmm. and all the numbers you're putting up in the data, a year after all this shit, you say, oh, shit. We, this whole time we had it at 40 cycles. You got to bring it down to 25 or 28 cycles. Like what? How did, does, how, doesn't that affect this fucking number that you keep putting up on CNN? What? And then six months later they go, Oh, guess what? This test is no good. It can't tell the difference between flu and COVID right there. Case dismissed. Boom. Case this fucking this, that shit would get thrown out of court so fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The test can't tell the difference between the flu and COVID. And we have these people over here saying it was the flu the whole time. Maybe they're right. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? Exactly. Well, it's it's a complete manipulation. I mean, the deaths, the the death numbers are vastly increased. Well, and and they're killing some of them. I mean, the hospitals get paid thirteen thousand dollars to take in uh, COVID patients. They get thirty seven thousand dollars. If they kill them and they do that uh, with remdesivir, uh, which yeah. is yeah, that's I mean, that's what dangerous. Uh, um, there's that new uh, documentary of Watch the Water. Yeah. Sorry. Dr. Artis is saying that um, uh, he's making the connection that he's saying this is what he's saying. He's saying maybe remdesivir has some snake venom in it, you know, and because people that are on remdesivir, they're, they're, they're uh, developing the same symptoms as people that get bitten by cobras. Yep. And then it turns out he's also saying, and I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what this whole, it's going viral. I mean, people are like, you know, making fun of it. Oh, you think it's snake venom? Like, like, wait a minute. I wouldn't put anything past these fucking demons. Like, why would you think, why would you, if they're not using Cobra venom, if the Illuminati is not using Cobra venom now, they're idiots. Like you're not using the perfect fucking poison made by nature. 
It's the perfect poison. Oh no, we got to make up our own poison. We're not. It's cheating if you use the best poison made by nature. Like, why wouldn't they do that? If I was if in the Illuminati, I'm like, we haven't been using cobra venom. We what kind of venom? What kind of poison have we been using? Oh, we just use the poison that you know. Like, and and the crazy thing is, like, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. There's, he's also saying that they're putting venom in uh, the, the water, the water supply. And people think that's totally insane. I don't know what to believe, but they're putting fluoride in the motherfucking water. That's a poison. They're putting they've always put fluoride in the water. So to think they're not putting some kind of like other shit and it would yeah, probably, just it's a mix good, it in with the fluoride. When I exactly when I when I heard when I first heard saw that documentary and the guy was, was making the correlation between uh, uh, snake venom and uh, all the shit he's saying to me, I was like, I, I was like, that's totally possible. Like, why wouldn't they use the perfect ass poison made by name? You're not using that already. Like, of well, course, of it, tar- course it targets of course those you get bit by uh, a cobra. It, tar- I mean, it targets those uh, those organs uh, with people with co- comorbidities. Uh, so it, it it it's like it's like the perfect uh, thing to do. It makes it makes you seem like you have a respiratory illness, uh, and and with all of the 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 signature indicators of um, of, of of what they're calling COVID. So it, it's. It's the perfect scheme, if you will. And, and it's at a minimum with all the evidence that he's brought to bear. Dr. Artis, it deserves an, a real investigation, not to be dismissed just as a conspiracy theory. Anybody who looks at it says, yeah, we got to investigate. Sam Tripley and I are coming to your town. Catch us on the road doing tinfoil hat comedy. Follow me on Instagram at tinfoil hat comedy night. We got Chicago, April 29th. We got Dallas, April 30th. June 17th, we got Tallahassee. And June 18th, Jacksonville. Go to samtriply.com for more information and to buy your tickets. See you on the road. Yeah, I mean, uh, people accept that initially that they were, they were saying that it came from a bat. Uh, um, I believe, because artist, Dr. Artist, the guy from watch the water he also you know he's talking about remdesivir coincidentally fucks people up just like snake venom and then coincidentally uh um the monoclonal antibodies Uh that uh he's saying that that's anti-snake venom if that's true if i don't know if that's true i don't know what anti-snake venom is i have no idea but he's saying that monoclonal antibodies Oh, and he's saying polyclonal antibodies as well are anti-venom. If that's true, then you got to really look into what the hell is in remdesivir. I don't know. I don't know. I'm no virologist. And he also says he's got like four layers. He also says they're putting it in the water. I don't fucking know. They are putting fluoride. So if, if you think them putting some kind of venom, snake venom, synthetic thing that they made in these labs or whatever, if you're thinking that's insane, you're retarded. That's not insane. They're putting fluoride. They're putting a poison. They put fluoride in rat poison or some shit. Yeah. And then he also what the said, Nazis did to the Jews. Yeah. And he also said that uh, the fourth layer is that COVID, the COVID uh, virus is comes from a snake because in the beginning it wasn't they weren't just saying 
bat and pangolin that were saying, did it come from a bat? Did it come from a snake? Did it come from a pangolin? And there's all these reports and go look at all these reports. They always said it might be a snake. It might be a bat. It might be a snake. And then they started pulling the snake out of it. And then they started fact checking the snake and go, no, we know for sure it's not a snake. It's either it's from between a bat and a pangolin. So I think to me, I don't like, again, I'm, I'm on the side where I don't believe uh, I, I, I don't believe COVID is a thing. I think it's always been the flu. People die of the flu. And when people say, oh, you don't know, I know three people that died of COVID. How do you know they died of COVID? The WHO, the FDA and the CDC all have agreed that the test can't tell the difference between COVID and the flu. And you have these crazy conspiracy theories on the side the whole time saying it's just the flu. It's just the flu. It's just the flu. And then two years fucking later, they come out and say, you know what? This test can't tell the difference between the flu and COVID. Hmm. Hmm. What the fuck does that tell you? What does that yeah. tell you? So I think that that they uh, I, I think I don't know. They were saying maybe snake, maybe bat just to get people fucking scared. Maybe it was a symbolic thing. They knew that it was just the flu, but they thought they'd throw the snake thing in there. And who knows? Maybe someone at the top said, get the snake out of there. We don't want anybody <laughs> correlating fucking snake venom because because it was like a, it, they used the flu, changed the name to get people to panic, rush to the hospital. They get them on ventilators. They put them on rendezvous, which, according to artists, he's saying that that might have some snake venom in it. I don't know, but that's what he's saying. Uh, so if if that's true, shit, we got to look into it. Definitely look into that shit. But if that's true, then. The whole did it come from a bat? Did it come from a snake? Pangolin? Evil scientist? That's just to scare people into the hospitals, and then get them on the remdesivir, and uh, you know that's why they they outlaw if monoclonal antibodies are anti venom. If that is anti venom, then it makes sense that they're outlawing it and making it really hard to get. And Which is ivermectin and uh, hydroxychloroquine. Exactly. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. See, I think I think those those virology labs, those bioweapons labs that they got all over the place. I think they're using that for some other shit there. You think that there's some scientists in a white lab coats actually studying virus. I think they figured it all out. Ivermectin, HCQ, HCQ been around since World War Two or whatever. I think they already figured out how to how to not only cure all that shit malaria corona all coronaviruses but it might have it might be curing other shit too like maybe because people i've i've read on the internet i don't know if it's true but there's people out there that are saying that ivermectin and hcq might have some anti-cancer properties too uh some uh, uh powerful anti-cancer uh, properties i don't know i don't know but i i wouldn't doubt it they're hiding that shit. They only let people with malaria. Like if you're going into a jungle, you're going into the Congo. All right. Let them have some of that HCQ. Give it to them. But don't say shit. Don't tell anybody we gave it to you. Meanwhile, that's probably cures everything. Like if everybody just on HCQ and ivermectin, they probably would have mild colds, if at all, you know, but they don't want that shit. So when they're studying virus, you haven't studied. I don't think they're studying shit. I think they're I think they're fucking just stealing money, laundering and probably uh, doing stuff with, you know, organ trafficking is huge worldwide. I don't know, man. I don't think they're all those bio labs all over the fucking border of Russia. I don't I don't think that they're, it's for anything good. 
You know, I don't think it's for anything good. I don't know what they're doing, but I do know that they steal a lot of money and they launder a lot of money and they like, and the way they do that is they create a, a fake problem. Go, Oh, we need aid here. We need aid there. Ooh, there's a problem there. Aid here, aid there. We need research money here, research money here. Everything is like, Oh, we're going to go to, we're going to go to the Mars eventually. But so give us fucking 19 billion dollars this year because we're still trying to go to mars oh we're still international space station we need another fucking 10 billion internet they need food we need to get them food oh we're going to go to the moon yeah 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 we're going to the moon we destroyed the technology but we need money to build it back again like wait a minute who destroyed the technology i don't know i don't know but we need to build we need we need uh, 20 billion can we get 20 billion i think they're just stealing money all over the goddamn place that's what i oh, think yeah. but i'm a retard <laughs> well that uh one trillion dollars uh, infrastructure bill that Biden uh, pushed through with lots of Republican support, by the way, uh, th that that is, is I've I have heard is overseas. Most all of it, just like the the 2008 crisis, when we all of a sudden had to pony up. I don't know how many uh, billions or trillion uh, that that went overseas, uh, we know, and they wouldn't even be they weren't even willing to acknowledge where it was uh or where it went yeah just like uh you're, are you are you you're not talking about that the day before 9 11 when uh rumsfield 2008 2008 the housing crisis oh, okay we, okay we got to keep there there's a huge crisis all of a sudden it's a financial crisis the aig is too big to fail we got to bail them out yeah so they had yeah. a private meeting in congress and and they laid it on the line and they made him not sign a disclosure saying none of this meeting will go public whatsoever for un unprecedented historical meeting there and uh and 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 they 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 bailed him out <clears throat> and just like uh, uh 9 10 when rumsfeld you know yeah. got up and talked about the 2.3 trillion dollars missing from the pentagon yeah. Wow. That's a lot of money. That was 2001. And he was talking about 2.3 trillion. That's insane. Two, it's not 1 trillion. Damn. That's another trillion. Throwing yeah. 2.3 trillion. That's yeah. a lot of trillions. It's, it's bad. And of course, the people who were auditing the Pentagon in the, in the uh, and, uh, naval intelligence, I think it was, they're the ones that got hit by the plane. What do you think happened? Because uh, some people think there's a lot of theories, a lot of layers to 9-11. And when you when you when you look at the Pentagon, uh, some people think a plane like the official story is a plane hit it. Um, and then there's people thinking no plane hit it, a missile hit it. And then there's other people saying, no, it was just a bomb. A bomb went off. Uh, what do you think? We saw four sets of evidence on four positions from four experts, people who researched it. And each of them did uh, a very good job presenting their respective points. And uh, I think everybody was, Im well, not everybody. Certainly most people were impressed with most all the researchers. <clears throat> and uh, I find myself in that category too. And I'm, I'm uh, st at this point, even after watching all of that, I, I was impressed by each of them and, and unwilling to take a, at this point to say, OK, uh, you know, as a referee or something, I think you won. Um, uh, I'll tell you this. I hadn't seen much of the evidence from David Chandler and Wayne Costa, who who provided uh, a significant amount of very detailed evidence 
to suggest that the impact was by a 757 size plane. Um, uh, it was, it, it was, it was new to me. So it was, I guess, more made more of an impression on me. Um, stuff I'd never heard about before. But what did um, you think? What did you think before you saw this evidence? What, what, which way were you leaning? Well, there, the, the hole in the Pentagon does not look big. So it's easy to, and there's not a lot of plane parts. Uh, there's, there's, so anyway, I, 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 historically I've been of the missile guy. No, uh, just explosions inside. Okay. That's what I was thinking too. I think, I, I think the evidence for the, well, there's no real evidence for a missile. What Thierry Maison, uh, from France, uh, brought to bear was was uh, the, the uh, uh, announcement or disclosure of a Russian general who disclosed publicly uh, that uh, they saw two missiles fired from an American ship that one of which en ended up in the water and one of which ended up in the Pentagon. And that was, um, I guess, presented to the president Bush at the time or his his crew. So anyway, um, that that may or may not be true. I just don't know. There's just now, kind of no way to tell. The only the only evidence that I've seen, and I haven't seen all the evidence. All, all I know is what I've seen. And there's that one clip. It's like a security camera clip, and it's like three frames. And some people think, oh, look, here's evidence that a plane hit. But a lot of people look at that that clip and think like that's not a plane. If anything, it was like a missile. It's so small. That's the that's the for me. That's and then you look at the whole like okay maybe it's a missile. Um, and then you hear that one lady that was in the Pentagon when it happened. She thought a bomb went off. So I thought April it's probably a, it would be easier if it was just a bomb. I mean it, it's definitely a false flag. False flags are planned. And if part of your plan is to have these dudes who can't even fly a plane. And it's a crucial part of the plan because they need to hit that accounting office and take out all those <laughs> guys. I mean, you're going to count on that. To me, that's what threw the plane out, the plane. Because, like, no way. This is planned. If you believe it's a false flag, then it's planned. And they plan to take that accounting office out. And that's what got uh, uh, that's what got blown up, right, was all the records to, to uh, the $2.38 trillion that were missing, correct? Or is yep. that not correct? Yep. I wouldn't trust uh, the, 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 those uh, hijackers who failed Cessna flying school. Uh, totally. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you but, had to get that out. So if you had to get that out, uh, the best thing would, would be to, like, just plant bombs in there, right? Yeah, but then you have to, uh, you, you, you have 100 witnesses or something. Yeah, missiles. And that's, I was like, bomb or missile, you know? Yeah, so, yeah something. So um regarding the did you see the plane like talk about the plane like what makes you lean now you're it sounds like you're leaning you saw some new evidence and now you're leaning to there was a plane what makes you think that was there video of a plane yeah uh it, this is what was presented anyway uh by D uh, david chandler and wayne costi uh the five frames that were released in the foia case uh show an object and 
what they did is show that this object was the size of a plane. Uh, it depends how you look at it. It's very grainy, and they did a lot of analysis. Others suggest that, no, th 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 this was uh, photoshopped to, to look like a plane, and, and there was smoke and swirls, and where would that have come from, and why would that be there? Well, that they, they have theories for that. They have theories, uh, well, what they, what they would call evidence, that the plane actually did knock over the light bulbs. Something knocked over the light bulbs. I mean, and the plane was wide enough to do that. Uh, a missile would not have been because there's damage on the left and on the right of the wingspan of an airplane. Uh, so that's one of the pieces they brought to bear. Um, the light pole damage, there's a chunk uh, scooped out of a low concrete retaining wall, which would be uh, consistent with uh, one of the engines uh, and uh, taking it out. So, so you know, nobody else is talking about how that damage might have occurred. The other engine on the right side uh, apparently hit the uh, generator, spun it around, and uh, what else could have caused that uh, disturbance? So uh, there's a tree, uh, the top of which is scooped out uh, um, in the arc of the nine-foot diameter engine uh, uh, geometry. So uh, nobody else talks about that. Uh, the damage uh, to the, the, the front of the Pentagon is in, indicating that the, the building was impacted. I mean, they go, they go really detailed. I mean, if you want to know what this stuff is, you kind of have to slog through it. And, and, and all four uh, were equally, uh, somewhat equally impactful on me, as I mentioned. Uh, but you have, to, you have to actually look at it. It's on our website, richardgage911.org. 9-11-CON. Uh, so it, it was a big deal in the 9-11 truth movement. So if it was an explosion on the inside, you'd expect to see a whole lot of shit out on the lawn. But the lawn was fairly clean. Um, you remember the Oklahoma City bombing where, you know, the, the entire facade of the Oklahoma uh, uh, Murrah building was blown out over the top of the rider truck. Yeah. across the street and into the building facade on the other side of the street. Well, that's indicating that the bombs were in the building, not in the rider, not, not only in the rider truck. And mm. that's just the beginning of the evidence at the Murrah building. It's, it's a false flag operation too. So these are the kinds of things that were, very persuasive. What wasn't persuasive for me was the exit hole. You know about the exit hole and the C-ring no. of the Pentagon? Well, there's, there's this path of damage said to have been caused by the plane. Well, uh, that, that path leads to a 12 or 15 foot diameter 
somewhat round hole in the back wall, which is a brick wall of, you know, a, a long ways away. Well, that's a powerful force that would be required to destroy that wall and put that size hole so powerful that 30 feet beyond it, there's another wall. It would have been impacted, damaged, certainly signs of scarring at a minimum, but we don't see that. So Barbara Honiger, for instance, suggests that there's an expert who has testified that says that exit hole was a shaped cutter charge designed to look like a plane blew out through it, presumably. Uh, you know, that they, they argue about that. And there's a bunch of crap outside that hole. And some of it is indeed plane parts. So were they planted? Were they the same plane that took off from wherever Flight 77 took off from? Um, maybe it was a drone, maybe. Well, maybe it's a drone. Maybe it's a military plane that was capable of the flight characteristics that would be required to hit the auditing section. In yeah. other words, maybe there were no hijackers on the plane, or maybe mm -hmm. if they were, they were dead. Um, a lot of things we don't know. Uh, yeah. I.e. where the passengers don't know, but uh, I think uh, that team, Wayne Costa and, and, and David Chandler, particular, more particularly are, leaning, I would have to say, uh, toward the evidence that that flight may have been auto remotely controlled, which is technology that they had in use at the yeah. time of 9-11. There's, a, there's a, a couple, at least two different theories about the planes that hit the building, like uh, that they're, <clears throat> oh, that, uh, there's three, uh, just like the one you talked about, um, maybe the planes were remotely uh, controlled uh, like drones or military planes. And then there's the official story that there was however many hijackers from the Middle East that hijacked them and drove them into the, uh, flew them into the buildings. And then there's the one where there were no planes and because uh, there's, that, there's, there's that one clip where you see the plane going into uh, one of the towers and it just like it looks cgi it looks like it's just disappearing into uh the side of the building um do you have um uh do you have like a presentation where you bring up a bunch of people on that in, in that regard as far as the planes hitting the towers well no because my presentation and, and there's three of them there are webinars one on building seven the second one on the explosive destruction of the Twin Towers, the third one on the uh, incredible heat from the Twin Towers. Uh, those take uh, four hours to five hours to to present. So if I'm going to start talking about evidence for planes, I'm not really reaching new people uh, like I am telling them about Building 7, for instance, yeah. the third tower, for those of you who don't know that collapsed on 9-11, as Eddie mentioned, drops into its own footprint uh, after witnesses hear explosions uh, like a rock straight down uniformly, symmetrically at freefall acceleration into its own footprint and an exact manner of a classic controlled demolition. Well, the, the, the problem is 
one of the many problems for the official story is that um, <clears throat> they're claiming that fire brought these buildings down, normal office fires. Well, fires have never brought down a steel frame fireproofed skyscraper ever in the history of fires. And all of a sudden, 9-11, we have not two, but three. Uh, <clears throat> Actually doing more. Just like, that. Their Tower 6 was like blown out. It looked like, like it was yeah, like a hole in Tower 6. Yep. Yeah. It, it was... And Tower 4, half of it disappeared and then half <clears throat> of it was fine. It would look like it was sliced with a knife. And then like, I had no idea that there was seven, all seven of them were damaged. I was, like I said earlier, I thought it was just three. And then, then you hear about six and then you hear about four and then you hear about three and then five. You're like, what? How many goddamn buildings were there? But well, we need a consistent message that the 9-11 truth movement can learn from. So the more complex we make it, i.e. bringing in evidence for the planes that hit the towers, and there's a lot of evidence that suggests that they did, whether the videos or some of the videos, 43 videos showing uh, the second plane hitting the tower. Uh, and, and whether some of them are faked or not is, to me, irrelevant. Um, what we're showing the American people and proven beyond a shadow of a doubt is, is that all three towers were taken out by con explosive controlled demolition. In the case of the Twin Towers, very explosively hurling four ton, eight ton structural steel sections laterally out of the towers at six, six, 60 to 80 miles an hour, landing 600 feet in every direction, destroying the towers around them. Not, not, not the, uh, well, certainly destroying buildings around them, but impaling the these incredible uh, structural steel sections in the buildings and destroying the winter gardens 600 feet away. So we're, well, if you look at this, you can see hundreds of freely flying structural steel sections ejected up and out. Now, that doesn't happen in a gravitational collapse or a pancaking collapse as they try to sell this to us. So, and this is after hundred, a hundred more than a hundred first responders are on record, hearing explosions, uh, seeing explosions being blown around in the buildings by explosions before the collapse. This is incredible. Many of them seeing flashes of light at various levels in the building, and describing them very carefully. This is all on our uh, webinar, uh, 9/11 and architect's guide a three-part series and on our documentary uh 9-11 explosive evidence experts speak out where we've assembled 40 high-rise architects structural engineers metallurgists chemists physicists controlled demolition experts all laying out this evidence and it, it, it's a tight body uh, evidence i mean yeah, it's fun to dig deeper into the lies, the additional lies of NIST, <clears throat> the claims of nuclear weapons or directed energy weapons. Uh, it, it's it's it, it's a lot more confusing, and the evidence is a whole lot more gray when you start to veer off the solid forensic evidence of thermite, an incendiary used by the military to cut through steel like a hot knife through butter <clears throat> and nanothermite 
which was which is invented prior to 9/11, uh, which is um, is uh, uh, iron oxide and aluminum powder at the nano scale, which a whole team of eight international scientists actually found in the seven independently collected samples of the dust that they analyzed. They find these curious red gray chips. They thought they were paint, but they they come they're attracted to a magnet, meaning a high iron content. That's the main ingredient in thermite. They do detailed analysis on the materials and they 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 put them in a differential scanning calorimeter, a heater, and they ignite, producing a whole lot more energy. And uh, the paint doesn't do this, and they they uh, it, it it releases what molten iron microspheres. Paint doesn't do that either. Molten iron microspheres are found by the billions by the U.S. Geological Survey and R.J. Lee and all their dust samples, but they don't know where they came from they we we got all these iron microspheres you guys but uh here they are there's up to four ten tons of them in the dust but we don't know where they came from rj lee group an environmental consulting firm says these are formed during the event not before by the uh by the uh, iron iron workers the welders putting the building together or afterward by the iron workers cutting the steel beams taking it apart but during the event well what does thermite do it releases molten iron that's its job and by the way it releases it at 4000 degrees temperatures above 2800 degrees fahrenheit the melting point of iron uh are documented by multiple sources anything any liquid flowing steel or iron is over 2800 degrees fahrenheit by by definition and we've got molten iron pouring out of the south tower minutes prior to its collapse well this is what thermite does when it goes off it releases this and under explosive conditions it would aerosolize and aerosolized liquid forms itself into spheres so these cool and fall and and by the way this is the only rational explanation as to what could be happening toasting the tops of these cars in this very high heat i'm giving you all the tracks you become you gotta make the playlist all right i'm just showing you all the different songs you, you uh, arrange them the way you want that's all it is so when you're playing quarter guard you only have one way you can go dogfight or you could go deep half stuff you could do that shit too like if I had this right here, I could go to dogfight. Right? I can come up here and attack. This is like a tug of war grip right here. This is a burrito grip here. And then from here, so to get that underhook, he's not letting me get the under. But if I can get a hold of a two-on-one burrito grip here and then shoot up and pin it and get up on my elbow here. And then I'm gonna go bam and just dive in and grab this. And then once I'm here. I'm gonna half plex him, make him base, and then bring that knee up, boom. If you can't get the lockdown, fuck it, but you got quarter guard, get that underhook. Start battling the wrist. Get that up, boom. Did that help? People were running from these dust clouds that come talking about how incredibly hot they were. Uh, well, the fires, there's not from the fires, the fires were surely extinguished by the mechanical action of the collapse itself. 
there's, there's a whole lot more heat that's been released here and documented in so many different sources uh, in our materials. We go through all of that and it's, it's amazing. So it's a consistent set of repeatable experimental forensic data that could put a whole lot of people away for uh, mass murder and treason in the crime of the century. Now, I, uh, as you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty balls deep in the 9-11 uh, conspiracy or whatever you want to call it. Uh, um, and I love that you're entertaining all these different um, theories, like all the, all the theories on the Pentagon. Uh, you haven't covered the theories on, on planes yet, and I understand you don't have the time yet. Um, and I understand that you want to keep uh, you don't want to veer off into crazy conspiracy theories. Um, and I, and I put crazy in quotes, um, because it's all crazy. Um, but this is what I believe. Um, uh, I, I listened to Dr. Judy Woods, uh, presentations and, um, I believe that there was thermite. I believe you're right. I believe they did blow shit up. I mean, you see the explosions when the plane hit. I believe those, those are bombs in those buildings. That's what I believe. Um, but, uh, uh, and I believe there was thermite. I believe they found thermite. I believe they blew stuff up definitely. But I also believe in the, uh, Dr. Judy Woods theory about, uh, direct energy because I mean there's just no way around it there was no rubble there wasn't a, 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 a there was two towers one and two they're both 110 stories the amount of steel girders that would need to be dustified I don't I, you, there's all these pictures and video you see it over and over again all these pictures and videos of ground level there's nothing there it's just there's there's you know damaged uh um, there's like blown out holes, but there's no towers. They, and there's, I mean, there's a Peter Jennings. There's a clip. He's, he's like, you know, core, he's talking to his correspondent on the ground saying, uh, Peter Jennings saying, so where is the, where are the buildings? Where is the rubble? And the guy goes, uh, that's a great question. And uh, I talked <laughs> to a guy on the ground and he said that everything hit the ground so hard that it, it disappeared. Stephanopoulos is uh, down in lower Manhattan today, George. I don't know if you heard a little earlier. Uh, me raise this question which was asked actually raised by ABC's Jackie Judd as we look at these areas down below and the video of where the towers used to stand and where is all the rubble gone and have you, have you been able to and is there any way you can answer that question I'm sorry Peter I didn't get the question okay I apologize Jackie Judd and several other people keep asking us when you look at where the towers used to stand there is surprisingly so little rubble where did all the rubble well, go it's a very good question, Peter, and I have asked some people who've been doing some of the rescue and recovery work this morning. If you look behind me, you can see the very remains, the skeletal remains of the World Trade Center. And one volunteer, Robert Gerlinski, explained to me the reason there's so little rubble is that all of it simply fell down into the ground and was pulverized, evaporated. You know, so um, it's very... Like Shanksville. It's very, 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 very hard to con and then you watch. I mean, there's video. You could watch the towers go down. They're getting dustified and you see there's all these clips of like 20 story steel beams still that aren't caught. And then you see them 
just disappear and fade into dust. You see that over and over again. And those buildings, like building three, four, and five, the 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 they all got totally damaged too. And the mainstream narrative is oh yeah it's because towers one and two fell on them and damaged them but there's no rubble on top of them there's just these holes and like uh, she has a book called where did the towers go and i was ignoring that for a long time like oh she's got to be controlled opposition this sounds crazy this sounds crazy sounds crazy and this dude at a seminar came up to me gave me the book goes just read it and i looked at it i went through it a little bit and then i started looking at her she's got all these presentations all over youtube dr judy wood i believe they use thermite they it was a controlled demo but two 110 story skyscrapers can they be demoed can thermite demo them and make them disappear it's gonna be very very hard to convince me that uh a thermite alone made the amount it's like a 500,000 tons of steel or whatever the fuck it is. Hmm. And there's video of people like first responders, like firemen. They're saying you would think we didn't find a shard of glass. There was not, there was nothing human related found just a bunch of paper, paper everywhere. There wasn't much of anything left of the building. You don't see toilets. You don't see desks. You really don't see anything nothing that you would recognize as being part of something in an office aside from huge pieces of twisted steel from the towers there was little that was recognizable in the debris no one had ever seen anything like it i mean you, you didn't find a, sh a, sh a shard of glass anything that looked like would be used by a person you just didn't see all there was was powdered debris and metal 45,000 file cabinets in both of those towers and only one was found and it was like melted no filing mm -hmm. cabinets were found no glass and there was 1500 bodies missing mm -hmm. 1500 bodies missing they couldn't they, not even a fragment but they found a passport uh i'm pretty convinced they did both I'm pretty convinced they hit them with thermite and they also have some, you know, some some direct energy. Like, how is that like weird? How is that like, no way that we have the technology? I think they do, because until someone gives me uh, um, a, an explanation, like if you told me right now, oh, Dr. Judy Wood, she's a, a fraud. She she doctored those pictures of the ground level. And there's actually video and pictures of I mean, how tall mm -hmm. If you think about all the steel girders that that the steel beams that were required to build those two towers, 110 stories is just and there's like a, a time elapsed video of them building it. And it's just so much steel. It's mind boggling to think that. I mean, the dumbest thing is to think planes knock that shit down. That's the dumbest shit. And then and then, uh, yeah, thermite, they were, there was explosions for sure. But where's the rubble at? Where is it? It disappeared. What do you think? Well, let's talk about it. Um, you brought up uh, about uh, at least half a dozen really important points. Um, there's 100,000 tons of steel in each of these buildings. And uh, you, you look down at the bottom of the building and you're right. There's like a two, three story pile of steel. I mean, where, where where's all the steel? But you you look at the at at the destruction of the buildings and you can see 
this steel flying, as, as we mentioned earlier, upward and outward in a diameter of 12 to 1400 feet around each of these buildings. So the steel is not um, missing. It is distributed equally well outside the World Trade Center uh, 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 site. So th that's uh, that's really Im important uh, to realize. You can you can see it. So what we have is uh, another piece of evidence here, which is pretty important. Uh, which one are you looking at now? I'm looking at it says WTC one spire descends downward. Yeah. Now this is uh, the few remaining columns that are uh, after the, the, the whole thing is blown out uh, around these columns. These remain for about six seconds. And then this happens. And what uh, Judy Wood is saying is that this steel is dustifying. Well, there, this, the, the dust is falling uh, off of it. It's not turning to dust. See, yeah, I What's saw that happening? clip. She uses that clip. And I, yeah, I'm looking she does. at that clip. It looks like it's disintegrating. Watch the top, though. Watch the top all the way down, frame by frame right now. You begin to see it. You can track it all the way down. It's not turning to dust. It's releasing the incredible amounts of powder that landed on everything in its path. Uh, because the, the high energy explosives have completely uh, pulverized the concrete into powder. Uh, so that's that's not a function of directed energy weapons uh, either. The other thing that uh, she notices, so you can see the top um, uh, extending down uh, frame by frame. Uh, there's no there's no dustified steel in the dust. There's been several different different agencies that have analyzed this. They find molten iron microspheres, uh, up four tons of them, but they don't find any steel dust or powdered dust. If the steel turned to dust, you'd see dust, steel dust in the dust. And, and, and you don't in any of the analysis. So this is not, this is forensic evidence that you have to be willing to look for to support your and support your case. If you're going to say the steel was turned to dust. See, the debris filled the entire complex. Uh, it it it's not it's not where the uh, the, the whole where the uh, towers uh, were. Uh, we we would expect to see that there if it was a if it was a, a collapse. But since you mentioned Building Six, look at this incredible scoop out of Building Six. Well, directed energy weapons don't explain that but what does as an effort to demolish this building that seemed to have failed and only demolished the core of it probably not the intention of the perpetrators uh but uh not even judy wood says that these are space beams or rays that are shooting down from above and, and destroying this um no, um, isn't is there is there a chance here. that you th that it was both like there was thermite and there was some kind of because when she talks about uh, dustification, she's not talking about like she knows what um, and uh, how the energy weapon works or what it looks like or how she's just saying it's got to be it's some kind of free energy direct energy, whatever you call them, what do you call them, DWs or whatever? She's not saying she knows what it is. She's just saying that 
everything turned to dust. The glass turned to dust. The file cabinets turned to dust. Everything turned to dust. And she's saying that thermite alone cannot turn 210 uh, story skyscrapers into dust. So I, well, I believe she, both. She also, I think you're what? both right. Oh, well, I, I, and I'm not saying there weren't directed energy weapons. I'm still looking for the evidence, and I don't think she's she's pointed it out. I mean, there's there's the toasting of the tops of the cars, for instance. What, what she's saying? You're saying that everything uh, flung to the side, and that's why there's no pile of rubble. Yeah. Everything went sideways. Yeah. Uh, the amount of how many steel beams are in each one of those towers? And where there's was there steel beams like all over Manhattan everywhere? Well, they're they're flown six hundred feet in this entire uh, beyond this entire photograph that you're looking at here. Hundred thousand tons of steel in each tower, uh, and some of them hit Building Seven, which, by the way, is a nice, neat implosion. Uh, if this this is another thing to compare. It's a different strategy used by the perpetrators. An implosion for Building 7, I guess they wanted to save these two buildings, versus a very explosive event uh, with the Twin Towers. The uh, one thing that got me about Tower 7 and <clears throat> uh, was like how uh, I was baffled for a while. Like, why would they let so many different angles of Tower 7 just falling apart like how were there so many angles it just didn't make any sense you would think they would just bury all that footage and uh and all those angles don't show the one side of tower seven that it's a 47 story skyscraper and one side of it from the top to the bottom, from the top to the bottom, smoke was swirling out of it in a weird way. And I never saw that footage until recently. And Dr. Judy Wood, she's saying, she's there's pictures, there's video of Tower 7. I only saw the side where there was a broken windows and a little smoke coming out. I did not see that the one side, the complete from top to bottom, from left to right, the whole thing had swirling smoke coming out of it. I'm like, what the hell yeah. is that? That smoke was from Building 6, which was drifting in the wind toward Building 7 on the south side, which you don't see. You're right. And and and, and in a negative pressure against the sharp corner of the Building uh, 7, uh, it, it, it just... It looks strange. I completely agree. I, I've seen those photos, but building six had severe fires in them. Building five had severe fires in them. Excuse me. I think it was building five that had had the worst fires. So building seven certainly had some fires, uh, uh, more than half a dozen. Uh, but as you've seen, the the, the worst photos or fire uh, videos that we have of building seven's fires are very small, uh, scattered and yeah, and then there's uh, that the, the video that never got released, and the pictures never got released. Where it's mad smoke coming from the other side, and I yeah. do not believe even if that entire skyscraper was on fire, no way would it uh, fall at free fall speed. So I'm not saying at all that fires caused that, not even one bit. Um, uh, 
Dr. Judy Wood says that it was, in her opinion, that whatever this direct energy weapon is or however it works, it like gutted it out to the point where it just collapsed because that was, you know. Well, why uh, didn't it do that to the Twin Towers then? These are very different strategies. Yeah, totally. Uh, you, like, that's a good question. Take, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, directed energy weapon is, is a very loose term. Nobody really knows what it means. Yes, they are deployed. They were deployed in Iraq. They, they, they're anti-personnel uh, type and now, and now, so now, now, lately they've been coming out and saying they do have lasers that could, you know, like the Israeli military, they have actual lasers that disintegrate things and stuff like that. Now they're oh. coming out and saying they have it now. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I was unaware yeah, of that. Lasers. They got lasers, like Star Wars type lasers that disintegrate stuff now. Uh huh. But and if our military have... as well. What? So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? It's just fascinating. But the one thing that we, we, we all come together on in regards to 9 11 is that uh, there's no, there's no suspects or anything. There's no one's nobody's close to going to jail at all right there's not while they have, with it. yeah they, they they have complete control almost over the judicial system so it's, it's too late there's no way anybody's going down for it right they they have complete control over the legislative system this bickering between republicans and democrats is really more of a show than anything else um uh the, the, what we can hope for is that the american people uh, and the people all around the world uh, will receive an internal flush of awareness, curiosity, anger, outrage that they have been manipulated six ways in Sunday to support a war in the Middle East to gain regional hegemony, which is the goal of the project for a new American century. Uh, and, and they they'll be, you know, awakened there. There's an awakening. What makes that happen? You know, uh, uh, if if God has gone to work, uh, it's not going to be waking up the mainstream media to cover the crime of the century, for which, by the way, mass murder and treason, there is no statute of limitations. Right. So, yes, we can still bring these cases to court. In fact, we are the Lawyers Committee for 9-11 Inquiry has a dozen attorneys who have submitted a petition for a grand jury investigation to the U.S. attorney in Manhattan. Now, this has been two years, but we're we're suing them, um, myself, AE 911 Truth, family members, uh, to prove that they've given the 60 exhibits of forensic evidence that we've been talking about here today to a special grand jury. And the second highest court in the land, the second court of appeals, uh, is is um, reviewing our appeal for this case. And we'll go to the Supreme Court if we have to. Is the Supreme Court free and constitutionally based? Probably not anymore. I mean, it's an uphill battle all the way, Eddie, but we're are not there people? Give up. Are there people, actual names? Like if, if someone, if, if there is ever a time where someone is held accountable, for 9-11 who who would be the most likely to uh go to jail oh well um just by definition the people who run norad and the war games 
who were, didn't respond to the the hijacked airplanes, uh, they'll go to jail. The people in the Bush administration who facilitated Dick Cheney in particular will probably go to jail because why he's he's clearly there's evidence that he had a stand down order with relative to the Pentagon um, via the testimony of Norman Mineta, transportation safety. Do you know my name? This episode of Look Into It is brought to you by chowmeals.com. If you're like me and are too busy to cook high quality meals but want to live a healthy lifestyle, the answer is chowmeals.com. They make great tasting and highly nutritious meals delivered right to your door anywhere in the lower 48 United States of America. Go to chowmeals.com today and put in the promo code BRAVO. That's promo code BRAVO for 10% off everything. Thank you and enjoy. So you're saying... uh what, what do you think, in your opinion? Um, I think every country's intelligence agencies are corrupt. Uh, the U.S. In, in, U.S. intelligence fully corrupt. Can't trust them. Um, I'm sure you know um, the Israeli people are good people, but their government's probably corrupt just like ours. And so, you think it was a collaboration between? Um, Israeli intelligence, U.S. intelligence, and people are saying Saudi intelligence too, like a, some kind of collaboration. Or was there is there is there other people, other agencies involved? You think? Yeah, there's evidence to to suggest just what you said. I am not the researcher on that evidence. Christopher Bolin, Christopher Bolin has done a a good job documenting a whole lot of that. Others have as well. Victor Thorne. Uh, so. Uh, my thought about that is, well, you know, we don't have access through the courts or even the international courts to go up, go after Israel. But let's start at home and and, and, and subpoena. That, that's all the Lawyers Committee for 9-11 Inquiry can do is recommend who the grand jury can subpoena. Once they subpoena, they're under oath. They have to they can't they can't lie. Or they can go to jail. Uh, so yeah, let's subpoena Cheney Rumsfeld. Uh, let's uh, regarding uh, the the 9/11 Commission report itself, which was so horribly flawed and fraudulent, along with the NIST report uh, run by Philip Zelikow, the 9/11 Commission report, NIST report, Sham Sunder, John Gross. There's a lot of names of very guilty people here, uh, and. I'm not supposed to be talking about them because I'm now on the board of the Lawyers Committee for 9-11 Inquiry, and we're making a movie together, a film, uh, with Mick Harrison, the litigation director of the Lawyers Committee, and myself in a courtroom, giving the evidence uh, of, from these 60 exhibits that have been submitted, and we're looking right into the eyes of the grand jurors, and we're showing them point-counterpoint. Here's what NIST says. National Institute of Standards and Technology. Uh, and, and here's why it's not true. And here's what is true. Uh, back and forth, back and forth, evidence by evidence. Uh, these are going to be short segments in the film series called 9-11 Crime Scene to Courtroom. We're making it right now. This is our, the biggest effort that, probably the best effort that I've been involved in to date. It's a it's a huge effort. And we're... Uh, we're raising $120,000 to make this film. 
uh, series. And it uh, were $40,000 uh, already um, provided. So uh, we've we've got a we've got a pony up with the rest. So that's our current fundraising campaign at richardgage911.org. So anybody who can support us in this critically important effort, I encourage you to do so. What do you think about Trump? You think he's legit trying to uh, save America, or do you think he's a deep state puppet? Uh, anybody who recommends the jab the jab uh as he did and so many other politicians if not all of them i cannot get my vote again Hmm. i mean this is pure evil i mean if you've looked at what's in these things uh and, and i'm not just talking about the recent exposure by dr artist but but before that uh the graphene oxide uh in them is is poison to the human system and uh it's been proven to be uh in the injections so uh why would he do that if he were because i was hoping he would be uh, a white hat because he did talk about 9-11 and saying these buildings must have had explosions in them. The planes couldn't have brought them down alone. Uh, that was a long time ago, 20 years ago. Uh, he came into, during the actual debates, he said, well, if you want to know who how the towers came down, elect me president. We'll find out how the towers came down. You might find it was the Saudis, which was an interesting statement because he became the Saudi's best friend uh, later. Um, so I don't know what to think, Eddie. I'm, I'm wrestling. You, you know, there's um, <clears throat> one theory is that um, the, the New World Order plan was to drag the lockdowns um, out for 10 years. And in 10 years, they'll come out with the vaccine meanwhile within those 10 years they completely destroy uh the world economy great reset and all that and um this is a conspiracy theory and Uh then trump decided to mess those plans up with operation warp speed by putting out the vaccine quick and you know people that were anti-vax they weren't going to take it anyways so for optics he was pushing it because it was he was pushing it to kill it because like now all the vaccine passports are they're killing that shit that was their plan and it was a 10-year plan but he this is a conspiracy theory he's like in order to kill that and to kill the lockdown green light the the vaccines in nine months bring them out there's going to be casualties of war it's better than dragging it out 10 years than having a vaccine in 10 years and by that time we're full-blown new world order uh because if that was a conspiracy theory and a lot of people thought it was insane but look where we're at now they pulled all the vaccine passports they're dropping you know the lockdowns are, are falling apart where's the lock where, where's the vaccine passports at they implemented them they got them into the major cities where you know you couldn't sit down and have a meal without showing your papers they did it they they pushed it through but it fell apart huh. and so i don't know and when you, th- you think about it, operation warp speed 
sounds like like uh, the last thing you would want to call a vaccine operation. Right. You would want to call that shit operation. Take your motherfucking time. Do mm -hmm. all the trials. Do all the tests. Take your mother operation. Take your motherfucking time. Operation warp speed sounds like the last thing you'd want to call a vaccine operation. And you got to remember too, when he, he kept saying, we're going to have this vaccine done in, in the next few months. And uh, Kamala, Biden, all of them, they were all saying, what are you talking about? It's like, it's, it's going to take, it's going to take a long time for this vaccine to come out. And if he, and if he is right, who's going to take it? Who's going to take a vaccine that was rushed out? They were all saying that. They were all uh, talking a lot of shit on Trump and Operation Warp Speed. But then when it did come out, they changed their tune. Then all of a sudden, it seems like, who knows, if the conspiracy theory is true, maybe they say, you know what, we got to push it now. We have no choice. It's out. We got to we got to go full blown. And we're going to, you know, we'll just we'll just make it look like Biden uh, came out with it. We just we got to go full blown now. I don't know what I don't know what to believe. Trump could easily be a deep state puppet. I don't know. But he keeps talking about the election fraud, and that's the most banned thing you could talk about right now. He keeps, every day, he keeps pushing uh, the election fraud um, situation, and I don't know, man. It's, it seems like we're in some crazy ass. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to fucking believe, man. I know one thing's for sure. One thing's for sure. The demons on the left, a million percent. I'm not brainwashed about them. There's no way you're gonna prevent you're gonna present evidence to me that proves that Pelosi is a great person. This, this, <laughs> that's never gonna happen. So I know a million percent the demons on the left, they're trash. Now, uh, there's a lot of demons on the right, too, for sure. I mean, George Bush Sr. and, and his retarded son, they were John Republicans. So there's, and then you got Romney and you got like Liz Cheney. You got, you got the obvious rhinos, right? But then you got yeah. guys like Devin Nunes and, and uh, Ron DeSantis. And like, damn, I like what they're saying. Are they tricking me, too? Are they, is, it, is it a game of good cop, bad cop? And they're all deep state. And this is part of the Great Reset and we're fucked. I don't know. <laughs> if that's know, true, we are fucked. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, if, if That's what I always say. I go, I don't know if Trump's legit or not, but I like when he, when he talks about um, uh, mass mandates and how he thinks they're ridiculous. And uh, but he never pushes vaccine mandates. He never pushes it. And every time he's, he talks about pro-vaccine, he always brings up the therapeutics, the monoclonal antibodies and the HCQ. He was, he was the one talking about HCQ. Yeah. He was the one pushing no, HQ. Yep. So the, the, the crazy conspiracy theory is that he had to push the vaccines in order to kill them. I don't know, man. I hope that's true because if he's a deep state puppet, we're fucked. If Ron DeSantis is, is playing us and he's playing good cop and this is a, a grand world game of good cop, bad cop, and he's full of shit, and Devin Nunes is full of shit, and Matt Gates is full of shit, I'm a, and, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is full of shit, and they're just playing the game, and this is a big, deep state Illuminati game. We are thoroughly fucked. So I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping Trump is legit. I'm hoping Ron DeSantis is legit. I'm fucking praying, because if they're not, ooh, we got Mad Max times coming. Oh, right. Yeah, well, that's one reason to be in Idaho. Yeah, yeah or South Dakota. <laughs> I'd like uh, Christy Noem. Jesus, uh, she's probably the greatest governor of all time. They, yep. they never locked down in South Dakota. Is that a trick? Is she, she did a great job. Is she, 
Is she a deep state puppet? I don't know. That's why they did the red pill uh, uh, expo in South Dakota. And they invited her to speak. I went and spoke at that uh, expo myself. Um, there, there were like 800 people there, Eddie. It was incredible and freedom loving people. Did Christy Noem show up? She didn't, she didn't come. She couldn't come. Apparently something probably because it was called red pill. She didn't want to go that deep. <laughs> I guess. I mean, we all have our limits, right? I mean, <laughs> you, you, you agree that like most government agencies are corrupt, right? Super corrupt. And like, they just steal money and you, you agree, right? Like CDC, like you can't I, trust CDC. I right? think that's true. Yes. And what do you think uh, uh, getting off topic before we wind down? Do you think, um, do you, do you think we landed on the moon? I don't want to mess up your reputation, but this is Rockfin. You could uh, say no comment. But well, it, it's it's Rockfin. But, you know, when I answer a question like that, uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, not all the research and the, and the films that I've watched on the subject, but what is who's going to use this against me if I speak my mind? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. And, I understand. And, and that's that's how I got fired from May 9-11 Truth. I was speaking my mind and I wasn't thinking first, who's going to use this against me? Yeah. But now, and, you know what? Now you're you're on your own and now you're now you're expanding and now you could talk about different things. Like, well, I have damage. I have this. Uh, what did I do? I Pete call it PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I, I get, get it. it. I, but now I, can, I may say, not be able to get I, fired, but I might lose, uh, you know, a few donors over over speaking the truth. Uh, and, yeah, and maybe I, I don't need to be worrying about that. Maybe I need to speak more truth and and, and lose more donors that are less faithful. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I I'm going to go. I'm going to assume and I could be wrong. I'm going to assume you don't buy none of that moon landing shit. I'm going to assume that <laughs> well, when you look at the evidence. You, you you can't unsee it. And, and if you're yeah. if you ask yourself some serious questions, you 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 find the answers that are right in front of you. So uh, yeah. it's now it's are you are you familiar with Don Pettit? I know that name. Where, where Don Pettit is uh, the Nats NASA spokesperson. He's like, he's, oh, he's the, the one he's who said the, we destroyed that cheap. technology. Yeah, yeah, he's the Fauci of uh, of uh, NASA. He's yeah. the one that's saying, uh, "I would go back to the moon in a nanosecond, except we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We destroy the technology, and it's been a painful process to put it all together again. But we're gonna go to Mars, though. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is that guy is partially, at least partially, brain damaged for sure. Oh There's, yeah." Clearly. He's not getting blood. To well, that's why they put him there. Eddie. What was that? That's why they put him there. That, that's why they put people like Bush and Biden in places of high responsibility. I think it's so we begin to lose faith in our own reality. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we it's like they're testing us or programming us to to not care anymore. After all, if, if these people are in these positions of authority, uh, I don't know, it does something to your brain. It just twists it. Yeah, it's like double, it's like double think. It's yeah. like the, it's like there's a uh, the leader of the greatest country ever who is the opposite of a leader. He's like he, sh he should be the last 
like George W. Bush. I thought they couldn't go dumber. Joe Rogan had a bit about uh, back in, in the George W. Bush days when everyone just talked shit on him, just like they are now with Biden. Um, and uh, Joe was talking. He, I'm going to butcher his bit, but he's saying he goes, I bet somewhere in, in the back of that Illuminati meeting there, some guy's like, I think we can go dumber. I know you. I think we can go dumber. <laughs> like they're testing us. Like it's almost like I think I think it's easier. Like for instance, um, Russia. For instance, I have Russian students, um, oh. and they tell me what it's like uh, in Russia uh, in regards to speaking your mind online on social media and they say i mean they before covid this is like before covid they would just say oh yeah if you get online on facebook or, or any social media and you say anything that goes against the russian government you just get disappeared they just take you and they just disappear and nobody oh. nobody is fighting for the person's rights that got disappeared all they're saying is god damn we told him to shut up why the fuck was he talking shit nobody is like trying to fight for their rights you just they just know they fucked up so i think that it's easier they know that the powers that be it's easier to control the people and it's all about controlling us in the most efficient way to control us that's what it's really all, all comes down to that's what those davos meetings are about and, and the world economic forum like how do we control these fucking sheep what's the easiest way um i think they found out that it's way easier when the people the sheeple or, or everybody really is used to no justice when they're just really, really used to nothing making sense. And they're, they're being no justice. It's easier for them to rule them when the people, when everybody, like everybody in Russia, they're not, they're red pill. They know everybody knows the government is full of shit. Everybody knows that everything that they see uh, is got, uh, on TV is propaganda. They all know it. And the government knows they know it. So when the government knows the people know the government's full of shit and the people know that the government uh, knows that they know that they're full of shit, it's a lot easier to get shit done. There's just no justice. Close your eyes and just, am I moving? Am I spinning? It's that easy. We're not. The earth is stationary and that is scientific. Not pseudoscience. The Earth is spinning at 1,040 miles an hour. You can't feel it. You can't measure it. You can't observe it. You can't repeat it. But trust us. Trust us. People are just deceived. I mean, I grew up from kindergarten. Earth is a globe. They gave them a globe at graduation to take home like an inflatable baseball. So why are they teaching the globe model? Well, the globe is a container, and it's a container of all the known land. If there's more lands, in the late 1800s, they were talking about more land beyond Antarctica. The North Pole is a biggie. Very glamorous destination. What if we all took our compasses out and just followed them until it stops? Oh, it is that far. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wake up. What Wake if up. we can truly become free? They needed a new model because they wanted a new world order. Open your, eyes. Open your eyes. The physics of water is to find and maintain level. This is the year of flat Earth.
next level. The heliocentric theory is bullshit. Get ready for the next level. The next level. The truth cannot be stopped. They're trying to get us used to uh, uh, no justice, you know, like like everyone being deplatformed for um, speaking their mind. Like, uh, I think they're getting every everyone's used to uh, uh, free speech, uh, not even existing anymore when you're on oh, and being surveilled, take, watching our emails, listening to yeah, our we're phone used conversations. To yeah, we, every, we, we know it's like the that. truth and we're not protesting about it. What's yes, up with I that? think the more they do it, the, the more injustice uh the easier it is for them to operate and the least likely chance that they individually the government officials getting arrested and being uh, held accountable for the dirty deeds that they're doing so in america shit they gotta watch their asses you know they're so worried about going to prison they're willing to suicide people and murder people when they get too close to to um getting them thrown in jail you know but in in countries like russia like there's no real there's real no need to uh, suicide um uh someone that's uh uh trying to put no one's trying to put uh, government officials in jail in in these totalitarian governments. Nobody is like trying to bring justice to these uh, corrupt government officials because they're all corrupt and there's nothing you could do. So there's really no need to like do like Clinton suicides and stuff. They just get people and they just disappear. them. You know, if they talk, they just they don't really, they're not worried about them. They just want to set an example. You open your mouth, you're going to disappear. But it's not like they're worried that this guy is going to put him in jail in the United States. People are worried about going to jail. Like when you look at the Clinton body count, all those people were all trying to put uh, Clinton in jail. So when they got too close and they got far enough, boom, then they suicide. Yeah. Now, were your students, uh, your Russian students, are they pro-Putin or anti-Putin? They think uh, they're every, everybody's corrupt. They're anti-Putin. Oh, okay. I, I think, never, I I think that they just say everybody's corrupt. They're just like, everybody's corrupt in, in the government in Russia. Oh. You know what I mean? I, 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 I mean, you know, with the whole Putin Ukraine thing, like I said, I know, um, our, our, um, you know, like the Biden administration administration and like George Soros and, and, you know, when Marina Abramovic, the fucking queen of Satan, when she gets online and says, help Ukraine and stand with Ukraine, you're like, Oh shit, something's <laughs> up here. I think Ukraine is super corrupt. I think Russia super corrupt and it's just two cartels battling. I think that's all it. I don't I don't think Putin's a good guy. I think he's a thug. I mean, wasn't he KGB? How, how are you KGB and not a thug? But who knows? At the same time, who the fuck knows? Maybe we were brainwashed it, like the, the way Americans feel about the Russian government. Maybe there's a lot of brainwash going on there. You know what I mean? Man, mm. I got to reevaluate what I think about everything, you know, in the 80s. Russia was red and evil, like Rocky Four. Every Russia was just so um, like it was like Mars and, and totalitarian and all that. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to believe anymore. It's it's got to go back and and and, and uh, rethink history and go back and investigate. It's like it seems like most of history is, is just 
warped and distorted and lies, you know? Yeah, well, I, I did hear a quote uh, from from Putin. Well, from somebody else who was said Putin said this and that the new world order is satanic. Uh, um, I believe that. Uh, so, well, I believe it. But why would Putin be saying this if he were part of that system or or? I mean, or is it or is it good cop, bad cop? You know what I mean? It's hard yeah, to tell. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe like like Klaus Schwab is saying, okay, you start accusing us yeah. of being satanic, and and yeah. then we're the new world order. And they go, okay, okay, say it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, get on, get and we'll air. escalate this, and and then you you fire uh, ultimately a, a a a nuclear weapon over here. Yes, and we'll get both of our citizenry under control that way, and in major fear. Yeah, it's probably like, you know, like WWF, you know, that yeah. it could be or may, I don't know. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe anybody in government. Really? I don't know. I mean, I hope the Save America movement is legit. I hope uh, Devin Nunes is legit. I hope uh, Trump is legit. You know, I hope DeSantis is legit. I hope they are because what they're saying, I don't know if they're bullshitting, but what they're saying, I like. I never considered myself a, a, a conservative or Republican. Growing up, I always thought, you know, I was never, I never voted ever, but I would always side with the Democrats because, you know, I thought Democrats, they like the fucking party. And that's what I was doing in my <laughs> 20s. So, um, I was always I I was never political, but I, I thought they were all corrupt. But if I had a side with one, I'm like, I'm siding with the Democrats. They like the party. Uh, but like now the, the well, the, they were anti-war also. Yeah. Now it's like, time. man, they're 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 evil. And uh, what Ron DeSantis is saying, uh, he's, you know, pro Second Amendment, pro First Amendment and all the shit he's doing lately, you know, to get CRT out of the schools and get all that that uh, uh, grooming stuff out of our school system as well, too. You know, I, I got a 10 year old. I don't want I don't want. I don't want uh, the school, you know, teaching my kid about sex. You know what I mean? So well, and, and taking uh, taking on Disney, uh, uh, the satanic culture there and, and, and putting them in their place and calling them out. Yeah, I that mean, seems like it's all good stuff. Right. I mean, I'm like, is, is, he, is this a trick? Is this good cop, bad cop? Fuck. I hope not. I hope DeSantis is legit. Because, uh, you know, if shit really hits the fan in California, which uh, it, it looked dark there for a while. I was thinking about moving to Florida. I, you know, I moved, I went out there, I went to Tampa, looked at Tampa, driving around, looking, mm. you know, I was seriously thinking about moving to Tampa, uh, but they dropped all the mass uh, mandates, virtually most of them out here. And um, the vaccine passports got fucking trashed. So that's a good sign, you mm -hmm. know, and then Philadelphia tried to bring back the mass last week and then four days later they had to trash that so well, and they'll have a hard time rolling out th these uh masks mandates and vaccine mandates uh during their next pandemic which the world economic forum has announced uh also yeah uh, there's a couple of them uh forthcoming uh it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting so these these diseases are i think just beginning they're they're going to get worse Damn, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I think they messed up with the last one. It, it was wasn't as deadly as they needed it to be. So they well, to me, we, it, like I think they just used the flu. I mean, they used the flu test. It was the same. It was a flu test. PCR. Yeah, test. but I think they got a real virus coming out next time or something. 
I think uh, they would have used it already. I think I think they have. This is I don't know shit. This is this is my uh, belief is they have agents that can kill people. That they probably have a bunch of them, you know. And I I wouldn't doubt if they're utilizing snake venom, you know, to 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 kill people, you know, poison people. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think they have something that'll kill someone and that they'll spread it to other people and it'll kill them too. I think that's all just movie shit. That's where the zombie genre comes in is to perpetuate that fear of contagion and zombies just, that's just the ultimate in contagion. It just spreads and it's going to turn you into a zombie. Well, but consider die. this, the, the people that have been vaxxed and it, it's more than half of the world's population at this point, I believe. Yeah. Um, they're shedding uh, spike proteins uh, and they're damaging people around them. So there's there's that kind of thing going on, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's scary. I don't know shit. I don't know shit. This is just me guessing. I think if they if they had pathogens that uh, they they could spread and just kill people like the Black Plague, they would have already done it. That's I think they would have already done it. I think they wish. They had some kind of disease in a vial that that some some evil scientists could leak in, you know, in an alley or whatever or some wet market. And then it just spreads throughout. I think that, that's fantasy. I think that's science fiction. If they could do that, they would already did it a bunch of times. I think the fear of it uh, is all they need. All they got to do is take the flu, give the flu a year off and use the flu. It's, it's all always the same I mean, the COVID got the same numbers as the flu. Average age, 81. Isn't that a coincidence? And then people, people, we've always known, you learn in first grade that if someone has is old and they have cancer or diabetes, the flu takes them out. But you never put the flu on the death certificate. You put cancer or diabetes or whatever the fuck they died of. But everybody knows the flu takes them out because their immune system is so weak, they can't fight off a common cold. And that's what takes them out. But no one says, yeah, my, my, my uncle died of the flu. No, he died yeah. of cancer. But the difference is, it's really easy to manipulate the data by now you take a flu test and you give someone that's dying a flu test, you put it up at 40 cycles, 90% false positives. Boom. You write that on the death certificate. You get $37,000. It's a racket. There's yeah, no it's need a racket. to come up. There's no need to come up with some evil pathogen that it's going to spread. Well, you think plus they, 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 they don't a, need to do that. It's really easy. You just use the flu. It's really it's easy. A, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, as uh, our president yeah. says. And, and how do they say that? Because uh, you're not vaccinated until 14 days after your vaccination. So if you die of the vaccination, you're not vaccinated. It yeah. wasn't a vaccination. The, vaccine craziest, the, the craziest thing about yeah. this whole scamdemic is that the vaccine manufacturers are not liable for anything imagine if they were like a regular product from a regular corporation everybody's liable for their shit especially yeah. something you get injected with but for vaccines since 1986 since the um the, starting in 1986 in the reagan administration i don't know who was responsible for passing that bill that uh gave 
big pharma immunity in regards to vaccines. Like that's when they went from three vaccines to 10 vaccines, 15 vaccines, 20 vaccines. Now kids got to take like 70 shots now, you know, because they have no liability. That's the craziest thing they want. They want us to take a chance with this shit that's fucking giving people heart attacks and myocarditis all over the world, but they don't have any liability. Fuck that. That's total retardation. <laughs> it shows you how susceptible and manipulated, manipulated and vulnerable bribery and blackmail our elected officials are to pass such legislation. Yeah, there's a lot of blackmail going on for sure. That's the only way, you know, that's the only way to 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 pull off operations of this scale. You know, you got to have a lot of a lot of people with some blackmail and positions of power that are going to go along with it. You know, you know, that's I don't know. I don't know shit. I'm just I'm just um, speculating uh just trying to use my common sense but um you know for sure this thing that we've been going through the last couple years total scam scam demic it's the flu don't tell me you know three people that died of covid because fda the who and the uh cdc all say that those goddamn tests can't tell the difference between covid and the flu so how do you know people that died of covid how do you know they admitted it so that's case closed man it's it's over that was the flu the whole time it was the flu so yeah. easy to fool people so they could do this all the time oh there's this new disease flu takes a break put the flu uh you know uh, on the bench for a while and we're gonna we're gonna still use the same goddamn pcr test the guy who invented the pcr test Kerry mullis he's yeah. on video he's on video talking shit on fauci you know well yeah he Fauci. says this was not designed for diagnosis of disease uh, yeah, it's 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 it was died. Uh, it's it was meant to find dead RNA. Like if you had a cold you know, at set at 25 cycles, that's the correct setting. According to what I'm hearing, I could be wrong. But even the, the who said, oh, we got to drop it from 40 to 25. 40 is too high. We're getting 90 percent false positive. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't mean shit to anybody, man. That's crazy. Like that, that means everything to me. And you come out and tell me that these tests that we've been using this whole fucking time can't tell the difference between the flu and COVID. And we got these people on the side saying it's the flu. It's the flu. They just changed the name. And then you hear that like, damn, those motherfuckers were right this whole time. Well, plus you've got kiwi fruit and other things like that. Uh, testing yeah. positive for yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Richard, um, we're gonna, I'm going to, where can we uh, find you again? It is Richard Gage, 911.org. Is that, is that's that it. it? Yeah. Okay. Any, any other there. plugs you want to, you want to lay out, check out the uh, film that we're making. Uh, it's, it's right on the website at the top, uh, nine 11 crime scene to courtroom. Check out our podcast. We had John Perkins on last week, uh, confessions of an economic hitman. That was an incredible interview and many, many, many others. So watch the free webinar on uh, our website or, or on YouTube, nine 11 and architect's guide uh the three-part series so it's all there richard man thank you very much it's it it means a lot to me that uh you know not that you got fired from architects and engineers but you know the reason why is is because you're 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 speaking your mind about other things not just tower seven and thermite you're talking about real shit that's going on so um and i i like hearing that i like 
that you're opening um, up to. Um, there's so many levels and and so many different um, scams going on and c conspiracy theories or whatever you people call them. There's so many. It's endless. I mean, Jesus, 9/11 is just one. There's so many. You know, uh, I I love the the direction that you're going and um you know i i can't wait to have you on again thank you very oh. much richard and um uh i'll see you soon all right my friend you take care eddie we'll see you thank in la again someday. thank you man soon have Bye. a good night the jujitsu dojo is the ultimate training ground for life jujitsu will accelerate the evolution of your being your consciousness your soul. Through this amazing art, you will prove to yourself that you can master anything you set your mind to. Happy birthday, Eddie Bravo! I leave for Brazil tomorrow. Are you the fear factor guy? I'm uh, like six pounds over. Time to sweat it out. Just imagine someone that has no idea how different your game is. I'll tell you what this weekend was, man. It was a culmination point where all your hard work comes to like one great moment in time. You showed that you're a fucking champion. Guy who goes against convention, you created your own shit and figured interesting ways to get around problems in jujitsu. And shows you that great things are possible if you work hard, if you dedicate yourself, and you use your creativity, and you push through. Your own human potential just goes up. My 10th Planet Association has grown rapidly to over 70 academies worldwide, and their curriculums are all synced to 10th Planet headquarters located in downtown Los Angeles. I'm Eddie Bravo. I hope to see you on the mats. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake.